Welcome to the Tanya Acker Show. Nine-year-old Grayson Roberts and his mother, Terika, are my next guests. Grayson was born with a condition called Axenfeld-Rieger syndrome. Uh, He has very little sight. However, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have great, great vision, uh, which he does. I learned so much from this little boy and his mother. I think you will enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Here I am with Grayson and Terika Roberts. Hi, Grayson. Hi, Terika. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Grayson, so part of the reason I really wanted to talk to you is that I love to travel and I know you love to travel. What made you decide that you wanted to travel and see the world? I like traveling and I like visiting new places. What's your favorite place to visit so far? New York. New York. (laughs) What do you, I love New York too. Tell me what you love about it. I like that it has so many um, cool things. And it's so big. It's really big. So I think your story and what you've accomplished is so interesting because, first off, a lot of people might think that if you can't see, then you can't necessarily know all of the places that you want to go. But that's not true for you, is it, Grayson? You decided that you wanted to go around the world. Isn't that so? Yeah. Mom, tell us a little bit about your journey with this amazing young man who's inspired so many people. It's been a long journey. It's been a long journey, a long up and down battle, fighting for his his vision, the little bit of vision that he does have. Um, He's extremely smart, very ambitious. He loves to travel. He loves to learn. And his visual impairment doesn't stop him from experiencing different places. He still experiences, like he he said, for instance, New York, all the different lights, all the different noises, the different smells, all the come into play. All those different things come into play for those who are visually impaired. And so those are all really good experiences for him and and different senses come into play. How did you come up with the idea for this lemonade stand? Because it's the lemonade stand that really makes Grayson an internet social media superstar. But we'll get to that next. Where does that come from? So he had a transplant on July 5th, which um, really immobilized us and didn't allow us to really have a full summer. He loves to swim. He loves the beach. So we couldn't enjoy any of those traditional summer activities this year um, because of his recovery process. And so we came up with different things to kind of keep him busy around the house in different entertainment um, activities wise. Um, It involves a lot of medication, the recovery process. He's on medication every hour. Um, for 24 hours a day, so also very tired. But the lemonade stand was just another activity we could kind of do that would kind of give him hope of being able to go out more in the future. And he was, and it was also very, very hot. We're in LA. We've had a crazy heat summer <laughs> this year, and so it just kind of came up as an idea, and it just kind of took off. Charlie Rocket becomes aware of the lemonade stand. You put on this event Mm -hmm. with Charlie Rocket, Limitless Lemonade. Tell us about Limitless Lemonade. 
After our initial lemonade stand here at the house, Charlie, you know, said, let's do a bigger one. Let's let's make this thing really big. And so over this, like literally happened within four or five days. And over the course of those days, he worked with Grayson to kind of develop it a little bit further. That's where Grayson came up with the name Limitless Lemonade, um, as well as the logo um, being a, a, a lemon that flies, which we wouldn't traditionally see. Right. A lemon that flies. And it was also, he said, a helicopter because helicopters have ceilings. And for him, he doesn't want to put limitations on himself. So he wanted it to be ironic play on words where, you know, people tell him that he can't do certain things, but that's not true. He feels like he's limitless, just like this helicopter. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Travis Barker makes a surprise visit. And didn't you play the drums with Travis Barker, Grayson? Yeah. Well, I thought that was really cool. What was that like? It was super, super, super fun. It was super, super, super fun. You like playing and that the drums? No one knew he was coming. I think he said he saw it. He saw Grayson's Instagram the day before, and he really wanted to to show up to the lemonade stand, so he made it happen. And Grayson just, it was his own idea where he asked him if they could sing together. It was just so organic. It was, it was amazing. Surprise. We weren't even at first supposed to. Yeah, we weren't even going to have, we couldn't find a drum set. So, because Grayson wanted to perform, right? So someone at the last minute said, hey, he can borrow my drum set. So they brought his drum set. So it just all worked out so perfectly. Surprise visit. You end up playing the drums with Travis Barker. And then now, Grayson, I am told that you're going to the School of Rock. Yeah. That is so <laughs> awesome. What are you going to study? I assume the drummer. I assume that you want to be a drummer. I assume you're going to do drums. And band. And band. I, that's really, really cool. What kind of music do you like to listen to now? All kinds. Me too. That's cool. That way you can learn how to play all different kinds of things because you don't know what band, you don't know who's going to show up next at your next event. Like it could be a rock guitarist. A it could be, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. He's a huge Stevie Wonder fan. You know, Stevie, Stevie Wonder, I'm putting it out there right now. We're throwing this out to the universe. I think that Grayson would like to play with Stevie and would really also be very inspired by him. What do you think about that, Grayson? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit about Axenfeld-Rieger. Is it genetic? What causes it? And what impact is it ultimately going to have on Grayson's vision? It is a genetic um, disorder where he is um, has a chromosome that never fully developed, a chromosome that deals with the front the anterior part of the eye, which never fully develops and is also tied into glaucoma, which is what Grayson has. It's not something that runs in our family. It just kind of started with him. It has to start somewhere. And unfortunately for Grayson, it started with him. He has a 50% chance of passing that on. So his kids have a 50% chance of um, also being blind. For Grayson, he, he deals with a lot of different um, eye issues, including the glaucoma, no iris, so everything's always really, really bright for him. 
Um, he doesn't have um, a lens in his right eye because he has cataracts as well. So his right lens was removed. So he's dealing with a lot of different things. He's also had 32 surgeries, which each surgery causes trauma to the eye. So it's a lot of delicate, delicate intricacies going on. So in the midst of all of that, he develops this dream about traveling. Where does that come from? I've always loved to travel. I've always wanted to travel, but it wasn't until I had Grayson, which made me look at life differently. Look at, you know, all the different things that that we take for granted. And Grayson doesn't like he has a huge personality. He loves life. He loves to learn. And, you know, us who don't have these issues are always complaining about things. Right. And so it just made me it's very humbling. It humbled me in different ways and made me enjoy the time that we do have. It made me live more for today. Um, Grayson is, again, very smart. He loves history. He dives into things of his own and teaches us about all kinds of things. He taught us about the Eiffel Tower. He was obsessed with the Eiffel Tower since he was two years old. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, how much it weighs, the metal, everything, including an underground train that goes from London to Paris. So for his we very- We wrote it! For his very first trip, we went to Paris so that he could experience the Eiffel Tower firsthand. And that was amazing. And he, since then, we've just experienced whenever we can, whatever I can expose him to, I do that. You know, Grayson, I think that for a lot of people, you know, your mom talked about how sometimes people take things for granted and you never take things for granted. And it's a good reminder because for instance, I like to travel, but sometimes people even who like to travel, like complain about it. Like we complain about security lines and we complain about airport waits, but we should remember some of the really cool things about it. Tell me your favorite thing about traveling. I like every part. You like every part of traveling, all of it. Grayson, give people some advice for how to stay hopeful and positive. Because sometimes, you know, a lot of people are told by other people that maybe they can't do something, or maybe it's even, you know, a negative voice inside their heads that tells them that they can't do something. What's your advice to people uh, for staying hopeful? You're limitless and don't give up. Put your mind to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. I am with that. I am all there for that. Uh, Tarika, mm -hmm. talk to us about where research currently stands with this disease. What's the ultimate prognosis? Are there any therapies that might uh, arrest the development of the disease? W what does the future hold? Because Grayson has so many different things going on, every surgery is more so to preserve the vision that he does have to buy him time um, with the limited vision that he does have. It won't necessarily change the acuity of his vision, but preserve him being able to see to the extent that he currently does. I asked Grayson to give some advice to people, but you, Terika, as a parent living this and watching your baby boy grow up and hold on to dreams and grow bigger dreams in the face of this sort of diagnosis. What's your advice to parents and to others and uh, caregivers who find themselves in this kind of situation? How do you stay hopeful? How do you continue to impart 
hope. I think just remembering that there's still people, there's still humans, and they can still live a very full life and allowing them to still live a full life and not, you know, discouraging them not from that, not limiting them by any means, that there are, you know, different ways to live. They can still you know, he rides a bike. Um, he has chores. Um, you know, you still have to allow them to live a full life because it is possible. And what do you do for you to make sure that, uh, you are taking care of yourself? I travel without him. I I travel without him. (laughs) I, uh, definitely take me time. Um, Grayson is the youngest. I have three boys, so he's the youngest. So I'm definitely a busy mom, but I definitely do also make sure that I take time for myself. Well, good for you. And I also have two parents who are very helpful. Very helpful. You said you've got, oh, your parents are very helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All hail the grandparents. Thank you, grandparents everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Grayson, you are a real hero and you inspire me and a lot of people. Those are my dogs. Even they, they're excited. They're like, oh, Grayson's here. It's super exciting. Uh, seriously, my friend, I'm so, so happy to meet you. And thank you for telling your great story. Tarika, you are a hero to parents and caregivers thank everywhere. Thank you for staying hopeful and for reminding him to do the same. You're the best. Thank you for having us. 